Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. Today I wanted to talk to you guys about divine timing. I know that I've talked about this in the past, but again, I always do a meditation before I do this podcast, and I ask my guides, what do the collective really need to hear? And today, what I received clearly was divine timing. So it's really hard for us sometimes to understand why things don't come to us when we want them to. I know that many of you are praying for things that you want to see happen in your life, You're trying to manifest. In fact, Heather and I did a whole course on manifesting. We did a free week-long course, and so many people said, oh my gosh, you know, I didn't realize what all goes into manifesting and how it's all about aligning with the things that you want. And one of the things that we talked about during that week was divine timing, because when you're hoping to manifest things, sometimes the things that you're wishing to manifest involve more people than just you. So when you want to see something happening in your life, it's like the universe has to not only work on you and your situation, but the universe has to work on others too. Take for example, if you want your, like let's say you want the perfect job, something that you will absolutely love, the position that was just created for you, The thing is, somebody's probably already in that position, or maybe it's a position that hasn't even been created yet. Either of those two things could be possible. So if someone else is in that position, then the universe has to work on that person leaving for something better in order for you to move into that position, and that could take a while. Or if it's a position, I mean, this happens all the time in jobs where suddenly they realize they need a new position for someone to handle, let's say, social media, because that's a new, booming, trending thing. Let's say you want to be a social media manager, and that position hasn't even been created yet in that job because that business is so new. So people might be creating these positions, and the funny thing about it is, at least I know in school districts, if you want to create a position, you can't just do it. You have to come up with the position. It has to have like a job description that has to be written out. There has to be curriculum that goes with this position if it's a teaching position. And then it has to be board approved at the school board meeting. And then it would have to be for the following year. So it's there's a lot of steps that go into that. <clears throat> so if it's a job that's needing to be created for you, that could take a while. That's one scenario. Another scenario, a lot of people say, well, I want to find my soulmate. Why can't I find my soulmate? And this is another area that is very complicated. And I understand this because I'm right there with you. I, you know, I'm still on that search myself. But I also understand what goes into it. Number one, <clears throat> many of us still have wounds that we need to heal. And for many of us, We don't even know what those wounds are sometimes. They're so deeply rooted in our past, either in childhood or even in past lives. There are things we carry over. And so we meet people in our lives, different soulmates, 
who are there to teach us lessons, you know, to show us, look, this is what you still need to work on within you. And then we can go back and heal that because you don't want to project your wounding onto other people. You know, it's that saying, if you don't heal your wounds, you're going to bleed all over people who didn't cut you. And it's true. You'll have people come into your life and you will not treat them the way that they deserve to be treated simply because you are allowing old wounds and old fears. It's really fears is what it is. You're allowing all of that stuff to come up and you're projecting it onto your partner. And you don't want that because you don't want to ruin the relationship. So you've got to heal yourself. And in the same sense, your partner also needs to heal him or herself. You know, if you you don't want to have a partner who hasn't healed themselves either, because the same thing will happen, they might project things onto you. So if they were used to being codependent in relationships, then you don't want that because that makes for a very toxic relationship. You want the relationship to be equally balanced. And if you're with someone who's used to relying on everyone else for everything in their lives, you're going to burn out, be miserable, resentful, and you're going to hate that person. Really, that's just how it goes. So you don't want a relationship like that. You don't some don't want to be with someone who is bringing a lot of inner demons to your relationship either. So you know maybe somebody needs to heal from something that they've gone through. And of course, we all are broken at times, and we all have healing to do. And I'm not saying that you have to be completely 100% healed, but I'm saying you have to be healed enough that if a trigger comes up for you, you understand that it's a trigger and you work on healing it together. And it's not you projecting this onto your partner and blaming your partner. And then, because that causes arguments, fights, and there's a lot of toxicity in that. You have to be healed enough that you can understand when triggers come up, how to deal with them. And when you really start healing yourself and working on the deep diving inner work, you, you know when something is a trigger. You just do. It's the same for when you're trying to have a positive attitude and then something sets you off and then you catch yourself in the moment and say, no, I'm not going to react emotionally to that. It's the same kind of thing. If you're aware of what your triggers are, then you don't react emotionally to them and you can actually deal with them and and see what it's really all about. You know, you can realize that you're having a reaction to something you can say, what is this all about? When you don't have control of that, then you just react emotionally and you lash out at your partner and that's not good either. You know, you know how it is. When you react emotionally to people or situations, you've got to do a lot of backtracking and apologizing. You know, you have to apologize for what you said or what you did. And when you're, I want to say enlightened enough. And when I mean that, it's like you've been doing the work. So when you're enlightened enough that you know what your triggers are and you know that you've been triggered and you catch yourself, you you won't lash out and say all the mean things that you were like the old you would have said. And that's me. Like I catch myself all of the time. And I've realized since I've gotten back from my vacation and I've gotten away from my meditation practice because I didn't meditate while I was on my trip because I was just exhausted every single day and I I used every moment to sleep that I could. 
and I got away from it. And I realized that that is something that I needed to get back into because I caught myself getting really frustrated at certain situations and reacting in a way that I, I wouldn't have before going on this trip, which tells me that, you know, I need to be better about making sure that I'm meditating and taking care of myself because when I'm not doing that, I tend to revert back to my old ways a lot easier than now when I stay on top of that and say, okay, you know, no, this is just a trigger. I'm not going to react to that. Like this morning, my brother and my son and my daughter all went to Six Flags today, but my son and my brother decided to spend the night at my friend's house because he, you know, he had gone on the trip with us and they really bonded on the trip. So they spent the night with him because they were going to go to Six Flags from his house well, the dogs were here, you know, home with me. And I didn't even think about it. I don't know what I was thinking. But they normally get up with my brother very early. Well, I am not an early riser. I really just am not. I enjoy sleeping in when I can. So I got up about, I mean, it wasn't super late, but it was eight something. And when I went out, the dogs had gone to the bathroom all over the house because they're used to being out so early. And my first, of course, instinct was to be really mad and frustrated, you know, not at them, because I know then I realized then that it's not their fault. They're used to being out earlier, but just frustrated, you know, like this is not how I want to start my morning. But again, I also then realized this is a trigger. Okay, I can't get upset about this because, yeah, this is not exactly what I want to be doing on a Sunday morning. I don't want to start my Sunday having to clean up this whole, like, I mean, it's all over the dining room, but I got it cleaned up, you know, and I thought, all right, well, I'm not going to let this be how my day goes. And, um, so then I sent a message to a friend, you know, good morning and all of that. And then my day turned around and got a lot better and I didn't let it set the tone for the whole day where I could have. So to me, I know what my triggers are and how to avoid giving into those. So in the same way, you have to be totally and completely healed to that point. And let me back up. I don't mean totally and completely healed. I don't want to confuse you. What I mean is you have to be healed enough so that you understand where your triggers are. And then when people trigger you, you don't let it get to you. That's what it, where you have to be. And you want your partner to be that way too. So all again... You can imagine, because you know how hard it was to work on your own mindset, right? You know how hard that was. It was a process that you're still going through. So same thing for your partner. So this all takes time for all of this to happen. But it's all being divinely guided. And the universe is saying, don't give up, don't lose hope, don't lose faith. Because we are divinely orchestrating everything and we're doing things behind the scenes that you just don't even see and you don't even understand. Like we have to move this person from this job to this job to make room for you. Or we have to get this person out of this toxic relationship with this person and allow this person to heal themselves before they come to you. You don't want somebody coming bringing a huge suitcase of baggage with them of toxicity you know what I mean it's like who wants that nobody and that person doesn't want to be with somebody who's also bringing the same thing so you guys both want to be healed enough that your relationship can actually have a chance and not be toxic and you know low vibrational what happens is that many of us lose faith 
we don't see the thing happening and we just think, okay, well, the universe didn't answer my prayer or I'm not being heard. They, they don't want to co-create with me. And that's not the case. The universe is saying, listen, we're working with you on this and we're working together. But remember, the universe says yes, yes, but not right now, or no, because I have something better. So sometimes it's even that Things are being divinely guided to bring you something even better than what you ask for. So you might have asked for a job as a secretary and the universe is like, no, we have this job that's much better for you. We have this really awesome job that they're creating that's kind of like a secretarial job because there are those same duties, but even cooler because you're going to be doing something even more with that. And it just hasn't been created yet. So we're trying to make this work for you. So there are things, again, that you just can't even see because we're thinking about things with our human brains. And what we need to understand is in the human world, and the 3D, we're very limited. But the universe is not. The universe is unlimited. It's infinite and can do anything. And we have to believe with our souls, with our spirit, because our human brains are very, very limited and we just can't understand or see how these things could happen for us. And the universe says, but they can, but we can do anything. And that's where a lot of us block our own blessings and our own abundance because we simply believe they can't happen. And I'm a firm believer that anything can happen Anything can happen at any moment in your life that can totally change your life. Anything can change in a day. You can wake up tomorrow and get news about a job or get news about someone liking you in a relationship or news that your health improved and it can change your entire life in one day. So the fact that we sit around and we think about all of the things we don't have or all of the ways that our lives suck. And some of us do that. If you were raised with negative parents, you know, who always thought the shoe was gonna drop at any moment, then it's very easy to understand why you feel that way. But when you have this mindset of the universe is out to get me and nothing ever happens for me and that only happens for others, you're just calling more of that in. Why would the universe want to bring you a gift if you look at it and say, eh? But the universe brings you blessings every single day and gifts every single day. And it's easy to have a bad day and to focus on all of the things that are going wrong in your day. It's easy to do that. That's the normal thing to do. But when you do that, you're calling more of that in and you're noticing all of the things that are wrong with your life. When you flip that and you think about all of the things that you have and all of the blessings that you have, you realize how much you have to be grateful for. You know, if I sit there and thought about having to clean up the dog stuff this morning and I wasn't happy about it, now I'm sitting here looking over at Nala, sleeping peacefully right next to me. One of the most precious sights ever. You know, they're so happy whenever we come home. 
They're so happy when we play with them or take them to go get ice cream or do whatever. They're blessings. But you wouldn't see that if all you focused on was, now I had to clean that up this morning. You know, I think about the same thing with my house. Owning a home can be extremely challenging because when things go wrong, you're solely responsible for fixing it. However, it can be an extreme blessing too. And I look around and I think about things in my home. Like before, I used to look around and see all the things I needed to fix. Like, oh, I need to fix that. Oh, I need to replace that. And now, and I know that, you know, the home I bought was built in the 50s. So, of course, there are going to be a lot of things that have to be updated from time to time. But I've realized that what I do is just slowly, one thing at a time, start replacing and fixing. And then when that project is done, I feel super accomplished. Like, we just got new flooring. I love it. It looks great. And it made me feel better about that. I'm fixing up the patio now, so I have some place to sit outside and enjoy nature. Like slowly digging up all of the bricks, because it's a brick patio, but was put down with sand. And I'm doing it myself, because I'm like, you know, I usually hire people to do things, because I'm not super handy, but I looked at it, and I was like, I think this is one thing I can actually do myself. And I'm just going to do it slowly, and... Take my time because I'm not in a hurry, you know, I can still sit out there, but it'll look nicer if I do this and dig all these bricks up. So I started doing that and it actually was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. I mean, it was very labor intensive, but it was something that I could actually do myself. So I did that and then my mom's like, oh, I'll help you. And my kids are like, yeah, we'll help you. So we're getting that done. And those things make me feel very accomplished and also makes me realize how blessed I am. And You know, the universe is saying, look, there are all these blessings around you. You just open your eyes and look around. So when you feel yourself start to get into that place, which is very easy to go, of it isn't fair. I don't have. Why does this always happen for other people? And you know what? You're just, you're playing a victim when you start doing that. So you need to pull yourself up out of that. And the easiest way to do that is to immediately think of, I'm going to tell you, eight things. Eight things in your life you're thankful for. And you know there are eight things. You can start with, I woke up today. I had life today. I had breath today. Okay? I start with that. My children. My dogs. My family. My home. You know, just start listing all of the things that you're super grateful for before you even get out of bed in the morning. If you want to have a day that is filled with blessings, start by blessing it. Start by thanking the universe for everything that you have. Don't wake up in the morning and start thinking about all of the things you have to do that day. Because you know what? I'm guilty of that too sometimes. You want to dread your day? Start by doing that. But if you want to love your day, start by thinking about all of the awesome things that you have waiting for you. You know what I'm grateful for? A good cup of coffee in the morning. I love that. That is my me time, is in the morning to have my coffee, to listen to something uplifting, to start my day. I absolutely love coffee and love having that time and love having the moment. And I'm so super thankful for that. 
and you want to know when you realize how blessed you are is when you stop having those things. When we went to Europe, we didn't have coffee in our rooms. We had to go down to breakfast to have coffee. And sometimes the coffee was not good coffee. Sometimes it was, but sometimes it wasn't. And there was a morning when we went down and the coffee machine was broken, so there was no coffee. And if you want to think about all of the things you have to be blessed for, and you may think that I sound crazy or stupid right now, but I'm telling you, take away the things that you love that you take for granted. Having a cup of coffee in the morning. For me, it was also taking a hot bath at night because there's only showers in the European hotel rooms. I had, I think, one bathtub, which I was blessed to have that, and I knew I was. I didn't think I would get to have any. So I couldn't come home after walking and walking and walking all day and like soak my feet. I had to just take a shower. So it makes me grateful for the things that I have. And when you start looking around and thinking of all of the things that you have that you can be grateful for, you realize how truly blessed you are. And when we get in that attitude of being blessed and grateful for everything, we're learning to call more of that in. Because, again, it's like if the universe gives you a gift and you snub your nose at it, do you think that they want to give you anything else? Think about yourself. You know, when you have to give a gift to someone you know is not going to be grateful for it. I I think about my son when he was three. I think he was three. And he embarrassed me to death. We went to a family friend's house for Christmas And they gave him a Christmas present. I mean, he was three. But he opened the present and was so excited and it was closed. And he brought the gift over to me and he leaned into my ear and said, I do not appreciate clothing. And he was three. And I, first of all, wanted to die of embarrassment. And, you know, I said, so thank you, you know, under my breath. But a three-year-old doesn't appreciate clothing. But in the same way, if you give someone a gift and they react that way, you're going to want to give them another one? No. But if you give someone a gift and they act like that was the greatest thing ever, you want to give them more things, don't you? To me, that's what it is. Like when I give a gift to someone or I give a gift to my children at Christmas, it's seeing their face when I know it was something that they wanted. And I feel like in the same way, if the universe knows that these are the things we want and we're happy and we're so glad we keep getting them, then we're going to get more of that. It really is all about the energy that you're putting out there. So just some things to think about because, you know, we don't want to block our blessings by thinking that it's never coming. It's not happening for me. The universe has given up on me. The universe is not in my corner. Because that just isn't the case. The universe wants you to know that They're working on it. They just need you to do your part, to be faithful, to be grateful for the fact that you know they're working on it and that it's going to come to you when the timing is right, when it's in the divine timing. It will happen. And I've seen that in my own life many times. So don't get discouraged and keep the faith. I wanted to pull a card for you. So the card that I pulled today is from the Archangel Oracle deck by Doreen Virtue, and it is Divine Order. It's Archangel Raguel. It says, everything is how it needs to be right now. Look past the illusion and see underlying order. 
and I want to read the extended for you because I felt like, well, this just went right along with what we were talking about today. So it says, a win-win situation is brewing, one with solutions that are fair to everyone involved. This requires you to have blind faith that heaven is working behind the scenes to extract the highest good for all. Ask me to buoy your faith if it wavers. Use positive affirmations and prayers to keep your spirits high. Above all, make sure that your conversations about the situation involve positive and optimistic words and phrases. You're so powerful that your positive thoughts can speed the resolution along even quicker. When you work with Archangel Raguel, Raguel has beautiful pale blue energy like the sky on a perfect spring morning. He's the archangel who guides people to act in fair and just ways, and he also gives us faith in humanity's essential goodness. Wearing or holding an aquamarine crystal will align you with Raguel's kind and wise persona. So I don't know who needed to hear that, but a situation is being worked out in your favor, and it's just requiring you to have faith. And for extra good measure, you could ask Archangel Raguel, it's R-A-G-U-E-L, to be with you to help in resolving the situation fairly for all involved. All right. Well, I want to thank you all for listening. If you like this podcast, please share it with others. There are a lot of people who need wisdom and you know, clarity in their life. Um, If you could leave a review, I would really appreciate it. I appreciate those of you who've already taken the time to do that. That means more to me than you will ever know. I just want to thank you for listening and thank you for being a part of my soul tribe. If you want to work with me, there are so many ways you can work with me. I do past life regressions, Reiki sessions, readings, and also I have guided meditations. I also do intuitive life coaching, and in a coaching session, I tailor it to whatever you need, so I meet with my guides and your guides before we even meet, and I ask what you need to be you know, healed of or what you need in order to help you get onto your path or your life purpose, and I go from there. So sometimes they include a Reiki session, sometimes past life regression, sometimes other things, cord cuttings and whatever, we just see what it is that you need. So if you want to work with me or if you'd like to, but you're not really sure what you think you need, you can always contact me. I am happy to talk to you about it and set something up with you. You can email me, you can text me, you can call me, you can Facebook message me, you can message me on Instagram. There are a lot of ways to get a hold of me. I have no preferences. Whatever you prefer is fine with me. So don't hesitate. My schedule will be um, closing up a little bit once school starts my hours. Right now I'm able to do sessions all day long, but once school starts it will be after four again and morning to afternoon on the weekends. So um, you can take a look on my website to see what I offer. Also, if you sign up, subscribe to my website, you will get a free morning and evening meditation. So check that out. Also, you can still get into the Manifest Your Best Life Facebook group. Heather and I are still doing some things with that, and we're going to be, I think, offering some little mini workshops that you can get in on, so keep an eye out for that. I want to thank you all for being with me. I hope you have a wonderful day.
and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.